Hello, everybody. Yep, it's me, good old Chris with Slash Supreme, bringing you another episode. Yes, I happened to watch something so shitty, I wanted to talk about it with you guys. It's that awful. Anyways, before we get into the movie, something about me that I love, that just kind of, not really love, but just kind of cracks me up, is seeing famous people's passion projects fail. Just watching them crash and burn like me on a Friday night after too many tequila shots and I smashed my head off the bathroom door. I don't know why. It's a cynical reason for some reason. It's just funny. Things like John Travolta's Battlefield Earth, which was critically and commercially panned when it came out. Gwyneth Paltrow's Vagina Soap, Goop, which there's too much there to unravel, so I'm not even going to make jokes about it. Anyways, the next celebrity on the pain train of shame is Glenn Danzig. Yes, former frontman for the band Misfits and his own solo band, well, Danzig. Anyways, last year, Danzig decided to make his directorial debut. Well, I can't talk there. Anyways, yes, with the movie Verodict. Or Verodic. It's marketed either way, but it's funny. Um, because Verodict sounds like something I would take when I can't get it up anymore. Anyways, yes, this movie is based off Glenn Danzig's own comic book line, Verotica. And for those of you who can't get the hint, yes, it's combining the words violence and erotic together. Because these movies... Well, mainly the comics apparently are about violence and, and dealing with sexual themes. So I've never read them. I didn't even know it was a comic book line. But yeah, so we have a movie based off of it. And it is hot garbage. So let's talk about it because there is a lot to unravel here. from 2019 was directed by like I said Glenn Danzig so the plot of the movie is that it's a horror anthology based off some of the stories from the comic line of course we have the albino spider of the jet change of face and Trinka Contessa of blood yeah it's really weird anyways those are three segments that we have in this film with our host Morella which doesn't really show up she kind of she pops in between each segment to say something and then it just kind of cuts anyways um i would talk about some famous people that are in this movie but nobody in this movie is famous actually one quick imdb search and you'll find out most of the people in this film are well from porn yeah most of the cast is porn stars so you know what you're getting into so let's talk about our well, let's kind of go play by play. So the film opens up with Morella, our kind of very uncharismatic host who has cat ears and upside down crosses on her face and talks and, and, and talks kind of like this. Yes, my darklings. It's very off-putting. Anyways, she kind of. She gives a quip, and then it goes into our first segment, the albino spider of the jet. Why am I saying like that? Because for some reason, this segment takes place in France. 
in Paris, no less. Why? I have no fucking clue. So, the plot for this segment is that... Oh, God, this is so weird to even explain. So, our main character, the Jet, um, the film opens up with her. She's trying, he's performing oral sex on her, oh, just a random guy, um, even though his pants are buttoned and his zipper is zipped. Yeah, that's how this starts out. Anyway, so, of course, they're trying to have sex, and the man takes off her top. And we're going to get into positive negatives here, because this is going to be, there's a lot of negatives. Anyways, he takes off her top, and it reveals that her boobs, where the nipples are, their their eyes. So she has boobs with eyes for nipples. And we have to, which is the first negative in this film, because seeing that image makes me hate, it made me hate boobs for like five minutes. So thank you, film. Anyways, <laughs> which also we get another negative is we get the line, your tits, they're staring at me. So we get that. Anyways, so yes, the jet gets freaked out and is upset. And then her eye boobs start to cry and a tear from her eye boob falls on a spider which somehow turns the spider into a man spider so when the jet falls asleep the man spider comes into our reality and does the things just the jet wants to do and that's mainly snap people's necks and then make shitty jokes about having sex with people and then dry hump somebody so that's the kind of shit we're into with this film that's the plot of this movie so yes i went through some of the negatives already eye boobs and having to have the line your tits they're staring at me already in this so let's continue down with the list of negatives and i'll give some positives here because you know as much as i'm going to shit on this movie i'm going to give them some positives here and there so <clears throat> another negative of this film and it's more of a production value is you can see they're on a set there are shots in this movie in this segment where you can tell the room like the building and some of the places they're in it's a set. You can see, like, the ceilings cut off and stuff like that. And that happens in the very first frame of this. After the your tits, the staring at me line, you can see the, the ceiling cut off. So that's a negative with this film. Um, another negative with this movie is they have awful French accents in this segment. They're fucking awful. The jet the entire time sounds like this. We. What did this spider want? So we got that through the entire segment. So get used to hearing shitty French accents done by porn stars. Yes. <laughs> A positive with this I will give is that the the man spider, the our creature here, actually looks decent in certain shots. Now let me let me be really specific here. When it's far shots, when it's far off in the background and not really focused in, the thing looks terrifying. It looks horrifying. It's really awesome. Um, how often does Glenn Danzig use that kind of, you know, keeping it out of focus? Like, two times. Every other time, the thing's, like, in center fucking focus, and it looks god-awful. So, yes, it has six arms. Two of them are the actor's arms. The rest are just fake arms, and they stick out like a sore fucking thumb. They're not, they don't move, nothing. So, really, it's the actor walking around with... <laughs> His arms that are actually doing stuff like grabbing people and breaking necks, and then the other forearms that are just kind of like dangling to the sides, and it looks fucking hilarious. So, it's a positive and negative. Positive, it does look good in far off shots. It is horrifying up close, and it just looks fucking ridiculous, and it makes me laugh every time I see it. Another negative with this movie is that. Let me set up the scene. 
<laughs> oh god. They, it is a nighttime. Dejet has fallen asleep. Actually, this raises a bunch of questions. She has fallen asleep. So the man spider is out, working the streets of Paris. And a hooker comes into view. Okay, I'm setting the scene up for... She comes into view and she she leans up next to this wall. And all of a sudden she hears a noise and she's like, Oh, monsieur, I didn't realize you were behind me. It's the man spider. Okay? Okay. So, she's like, maybe the monsieur would like a date. I can do anything you want. And his response is, well, I'd like to bend over you, bend you over, and fuck you in the ass. And then, which weeds our hooker to go, ass fuck is my specialty. That right there, the entire part of that is a negative, because that, it, just thinking about it is horrifying in the sense of not the sexual thing, just the way they act is just god-awful. And then he proceeds to break her neck. And the quick cuts that I have seen that made me feel like I was missing parts of the movie. Oh, God, this fucking... So, yes, that it actually gave me a headache from how fast it quick cut. So there is that. Another thing that um, kind of goes along with the scene is that it cuts to DeJet, who, like, has... When he breaks her neck, it does, like, a reference to The Shining. Like, Stanley Kubrick's The Shining. If you remember when, I think his name's Al, gets an axe into the chest, and then it shows Danny kind of pop up in a frame to, like, kind of show, like, the vision, like, the shock of death. Well, so our man spider snaps his hooker's neck, and then the jet does the same thing that Danny did, but she's in, like, she goes, no! And, like, but behind her is, like, this kindergarten cutout spider web that looks like you went to, like, a church Halloween party and behind her with, like, purple lighting. And then she's in another... She's in this new spot. She's at a photo shoot. And her friends are like, what happened to Jet? And she's like, where am I at? They're like, you were asleep. Which then makes you go, how the fuck is she asleep at a photo shoot? Which then her friend also goes, you were with us all day, don't you remember? after saying she was asleep it's a new day and somehow this is all taking place anyways we get a news report as well still laying in the scene it's very confusing I know this movie's fucking confusing and this reporter is talking about how the neck break the neck breaker is on loose around the city breaking people's necks and the jet goes well, I have done that it's my fault which sent her friend who yet again just stated that the jet was asleep and has been with them all day doing stuff, then proceeds to go again. But Dejet, that's so silly. You've been with us all day doing stuff while you were asleep. So then it makes you think, so is this bitch sleepwalking around and somehow able to do all this shit while this man spider's out? Yet again, the last scene, it was daytime. It was nighttime. So how the fuck is she doing shit when no new day has happened? What the fuck's going on? So, yeah, it's very confusing, and it just makes you laugh because it's so disjointed. It just fucking hurts your brain i like the i almost like had smoke coming out of my head because how much the gears were grinding trying to figure out what the fuck just did i miss i didn't miss anything this is how shitty the movies like put together anyways the jet leaves because she's in shock that more people are dead from her man spider that she knows but also doesn't know about and she realizes sort of that she needs to stay awake so the man spider doesn't attack more people so, let's play a game here. What would you do if you needed to stay awake? Would you go get some coffee? Mm, 
Yeah, you know, take some pills to stay awake. Would you go watch a movie? If you were to watch a movie, would you go to a porn theater? No? Well, if you pick, get some coffee or take some pills to stay awake, you picked wrong because the jet goes to a porn theater to stay awake. I'm not that thinking. She needs to stay awake. So she went to a porn theater. Making sense to you yet? I know it doesn't. She goes there. And she gets there. She sits down. She is there for all of five minutes. And then she go and she starts to fall asleep. And she's talking to herself saying, Oh no, I'm falling asleep. And then proceeds to fall asleep. And it's like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> All in, then she wakes up and leaves to go get coffee. And I'm like, okay, this is the first fucking smart thing you have done, you dumb bitch. So, that, this was all in one scene. This is not one scene, but this is a good five minutes of this segment that I just explained to you. I set the scene from the hooker getting her neck snapped to the jet waking up in a photo shoot with the weird events somehow not corresponding, but corresponding to then Dejet going to a porn theater to stay awake. This all happens in the span of five minutes. Is it disjointed and confusing as fuck? Yes. Now try imagine watching this, you know, this is me explaining it. Watch this shit. You feel like you've missed half the movie, but you haven't. It blows my fucking mind. Yeah. So that's the, all, there was a ton of negatives I mentioned in there. All that shit I just talked about, all negatives. Another thing that... I have so many things that fucking... Oh, here's another negative. We never find out... uh, You know how I mentioned the eye boobs? Yeah, we never find out why the boobs have eyes. Never. That's an unknown mystery to us. Why does her boobs have eyes? Did you want to know? Well, fuck you. You don't get an answer. We're just stuck with this image of horrifying boobs with eyes for nipples that cry and somehow turn spiders into man spiders yeah that's the shit and this is the first fucking segment this is the first 30 minutes of this hour and 30 minute movie is wondering what the fuck's going on and we're not even done yet this is the first fucking segment there's like I have like a whole page of negatives here and some of them are just I don't even know how to where to begin at I mean I've went through a couple of them Here's another one. Um, another negative. Towards the end of this segment, the man spider is in our world. And he's getting... <laughs> he kind of throws the jet to the side. His costume rips. Like in the leg area. Yeah, you like can see inside the suit. They kept that in this fucking movie. That's how much they don't care. It is noticeable as all hell. Another thing that's noticeable too in the end of this film is you can the makeup effects are I don't know if they lost bud like you know and started to spend overspent a little bit or something. But this time around, when he's on screen, you can see where they put the mask on the actor. Like you can see the outline of where the mask fits on the chest. So that's another negative I have to say with this film. That's more of like a production value kind of negative, where it's just like, what the fuck? than a story element, like a story element, but still something worth mentioning is as this 30 minute segment progresses, it gets shittier and shittier and shittier. 
Anyways, this segment ends because I'm spoilers. Uh, the Jack kills herself. She takes sleeping medicine and some kind of like cyanide pill thing to die and kill herself. And then Man Spider gets shot a million fucking times. Actually, let's go into that. Yeah, so he gets shot by police officers who then it cuts to the police officers and they go, yeah, he couldn't survive that many bullets. He's down. And then it cuts back to the Man Spider and he's like, I'm still alive. Wake up to Jet so I can get out of here. And you're like, wait a minute, what? I thought they just said he was dead. And then it cuts, and then he's on the ground dead. And I'm like, wait, wait, hold up. The fuck just happened here? So yes, that that's how this movie ends, is the man spider dies, and the Jet dies. In shitty fashions. Yeah. I don't know what to talk about with the segment. It's just that fucking mind-blowing. Anyways, so this segment ends... That's the ending to the albino spider of the jet. And then we get Morella coming in. Our fun, fun character, Morella, who goes, hmm, the jet got what was coming to her, something like that. But then she's like, whatever will I do with these? And then she pulls out in her hand are the eye boobs, the eyeballs from the boobs that are in her hand. And then she's like, anyways, on to our next story. So she doesn't even really kind of say anything fun. She's not like the Crypt Keeper who like makes jokes and stuff. She just kind of said like a shitty quip. And then she's like, anyways, on to the next segment. So our next segment here is called A Change of Fate. Or not Change of Fate. Fuck. Change of Face. And the plot to this one doesn't make any sense. Now here's why. So our plot follows a, well, not plot itself, but... Yeah, actual plot. So the plot of the film is that um, it's a stripper called Mysterious Girl. Anyway, so she stalks women and takes their face. Kind of an interesting plot, right? She puts it on her face because she's disfigured, so she feels pretty with their face on her face. Kind of sounds interesting, right? So while these murders are happening, there's a detective who is closing in on the case. Who's closing in on her, trying, you know, to find out who this killer is and then you know so really how long can mystery girl keep this detective off her trail sounds interesting right here's the part that doesn't make sense because she's a stripper right so she strips all on stage mystery girl here <clears throat> strips with a mask on now you might be asking well of course chris she's wearing a fake she's wearing a fake face so that's a mask no 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 let me rephrase it she strips with the mask on over her cut over the fake face on her face so she's stripping with a face on her face with the mask on the face that's on her face and you might be asking yourself well Chris that doesn't make any sense no it fucking doesn't but we're in Glenn Glenn Danzig's mind so you know Anyways, the positive neg- negatives of this segment. Let's get into it. The first negative, the fucking jump cuts in this one. The Albino Spider of the Jet had like one bad jump cut. This one had an ass load. I mean, good God was there enough fucking jump cuts within the first five minutes of this segment there was at least I think ten I could count the segment opens up with this girl next to a brick wall 
and she's like, who's following me? And then cuts to our mysterious girl. That's her name, by the way. Uh, and she's like, you have a pretty face. I want your face. Which then leads to our victim going, my face? You can't have my face. Which then goes back to mysterious girl. And the jump cut going, well, I guess I'll just have to take it. Jump cut to the girl being dead. Jump cut again to the face being peeled off the girl's body, which we missed the kill. Which yet again, this is supposed to be violence, you know, death and destruction with erotic nature. Yet again, we've missed how many kill we've missed this kill, which would actually have been kind of a neat kill. And then we had in the last segment just this fucking man spider breaking people's necks like he's like he's John Wick or something, just snapping necks. So we've had so far lame-ass kills in this film. It's not going to get any better. Not going to get any better. So then it cuts to a strip club, which mm -hmm, negative here because it's like 10 minutes of just women stripping in a strip club, which it gives me about five more fucking reasons to hate going ever wanting to go to a strip club because I hate strip clubs. So thank you, movie, for adding to that list of fucking hating strip clubs. Oh, God. Anyways, so then after the strip club segment, the 10 minutes of it, we get our detective. I think it's like Detective Frank. And he's a positive because he is fucking hilarious in this film. This guy, whoever plays Frank, is so straightforward and doesn't give a shit over acts. It is amazing it is the best part of this segment he also acts stupid too sometimes they're like so what happened well the victim's dead alright why is she dead what happened but yet they're looking at this corpse and she's missing a face and the guy's like her face is her face is gone he's like and then Frank's like that's the, that's the uh, killer's M.O he wants to take faces and when he says that like you can see the actor that's playing the cop telling him this shit has like this look of face like 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 he almost looks like he gave the fuck up like he probably realized what fucking movie he was in and he was like oh shit i should fire my agent <laughs> he's just like that's the mo killer takes faces and it's like no fucking shit there's a fucking corpse with the face missing on it how's that Anybody could fucking get that detective fucking obvious. So, <laughs> yes, he's like this straight, serious, like, cop, but also he acts like stupid half the time, so it's just, it's great. Anyways, so then it cuts back to Mysterious Girl giving a strip tease, yet again, wearing a mask over her, the face, over the skin face that's on her face. So she's wearing, like, two other faces. Still doesn't make any sense, does it? I keep saying it because it just doesn't make any sense. I mean, if it was like she was wearing them, you know, while she was stripping without a mask on, I'd be like, oh, okay, I get it. But she's wearing a mask over the skinned face. And she only wears the skinned face because she's disfigured and it makes her feel pretty. So if she's stripping one and she already wears a mask, why not just wear a mask? It... it, it uh, it racks my fucking brain again. It's like the goddamn albino spider movie. It gives me a fucking headache. So from there, we get another scene where this woman's in her house, and mysterious girl comes in there, 
and cuts his girl's face off again. We missed the kill again. So, you know, that's like six kills so far in this fucking movie we have missed or have been lame as shit. So still really waiting for this cool violence here, Danzig, that you promised, you son of a bitch. And then, of course, another next scene, we get our old good old Detective Frank. And he's like, mm, another skinned face. Must be the same killer. And then it leads to this girl, uh, his assistant, looking. She looks down and she goes, oh. Picks it up, gives it to him and goes, it's a titty bar. Maybe we should go there to, for some answers. And I'm like, so wait a minute. This card for a strip club is the only evidence you have to go off of. And you're gonna, and you think the killer's there because immediately he goes, "That's where the killer's at, the strip club." I'm like, "How? How do you know, Frank? How do you know? Is it because you've read the script? I mean, I know I'm, I'm breaking the fourth wall here, but how do you know, as you know, in in the scene that that's where the killer is at? Hmm, Frank. Hmm. Anyway, so then we get a shitty dissolve where he's like looking off, like he's like, "Yep." I know where I'm going to go, of course. He goes to the strip club. Mysterious girl realizes he's there, freaks out. And then we get this awesome scene where the strippers are protecting Mysterious Girl. And they're all in the back room. And Frank walks in and they're like, hey, you can't be back here. We're naked. He's like, it's a strip club. You're all naked. And the strippers are like, huh, you're just like every other cop. All they want is sex. And he's like, nope, I'm here to catch Mysterious Girl. And she's, he's like, tell me where she's at. I'm like, what are you going to do, shoot us? And he's like, you know what? Nothing would make me happier to shoot all of you. But tell me where she's at. And it, at this point, I was laughing so hard because no cop would look at a group of just innocent people and go, yeah, I'm going to fucking murder all of you. All of you were going to die. <laughs> but I got too much on my plate. It, it's so fucking absurd. Anyways, he ends up finding Mysterious Girl in the strip club. She slashes him. He unloads like four rounds into her stomach. And she flees. Cut to six months later. Jump cut to six months later. New strip club, apparently. And we get this glimpse of this new girl. Mysteria. It's Mysteria Girl if if you can't get it. Which you should. But, you know. Anyways, it's Mysteria. And she's wearing an even more... She's actually wearing, like, a revealing outfit where, where she was wearing a mask. She wore when Beforehand... I'm getting a little too off track. Beforehand, when she was stripping, when she was wearing just a face, she was wearing, like, this kind of really conservative outfit to an extent. Now she's, like, almost fully nude. Still wearing the face on her face with a mask on the face that's on her face. <laughs> Still, still fucking cracks up. But now that she's been shot, she's belly dancing, and there's fucking gunshot wounds on her stomach. So it's like, okay, if you're gonna hide from the cops, wouldn't you hide the gunshot wounds? Like that's. How did you get away? Frank must fucking suck at his job. Anyways, so this end, the segment is over. The change of face is done. That's it. She's just stripping in a new joint, continuing to kill people. A cut to our beautiful Morella. 
who comes into play, and she's like, well, my darklings, a mystery girl was a sneaky bitch, and you're like, no, no, she wasn't, Frank's just, Frank just fucking sucks at his job, he's an awful detective, and then she goes, well, anyways, next segment, and here we get to the kind of, uh, how I put it, lackluster segment of this, you know, trifecta of shit, where albino spider of the jet racked my brain because it's a spider that got turned into a man spider due to boobs with eyeballs for nipples and change of face is just the whole plot to change of face makes no fucking sense in this sense it's a, a stripper who wears faces on her face while she strips the mask on this one really is just boring it's basically a contessa whatever fuck that is who buys she goes like to villages and buys virgins from like virgin girls from their families to then bathe in their blood but whereas an albino spider of the jet you know the jet is of course facing there's a conflict she's facing you know trying to figure out how to get rid of the spider i'm giving this movie way too many problems that segment way too many props but yeah there's actually like a conflict the same with change of face there's a conflict in the sense of the stripper who's killing people needs to stay one step ahead of the law this one there's no conflict it's literally she's it's just a day in the life of this contessa i mean the segment opens up she buys a girl off her family it cut in the next scene she picks one out then it, it, she's bathing in their blood she goes rides around in a little bit like rides around her castle she eats still beating hard out of one gets one one gets to another girl gets decapitated and then the segment ends with her putting the decapitated head on a wall like that's it there's no conflict she's not like there's not like a rival kingdom coming in or anything like that or you know the townsfolk or have had it with her killing their kids N- nothing it's just a day in the life of this contessa and it's really the it's boring story-wise but this is the one that has the better visuals. Now, let's see. Um, now, I'm going to kind of go into it. There is a scene, like, she is slitting the woman, like a girl's throat. The effect is really well done. This is, like, the first legit cool kill in this entire film. Is a throat slit that looks awesome. And she stands in it and lets, the, like, the blood hit her in the face, which, again, this is the first time that they've used violence and kind of made it erotic in this and i mean i didn't find it attractive i thought it was fucking gross but still it's like the first time they kind of like hinted that in a movie called verotica which is supposed to be about that you know uh and then there's a scene where she's bathing in blood which another throat slit happens which will affect his little off but yet again first time they actually stick to the fucking title name then the coolest segment in this entire or not cool segment but the coolest visual in this entire film is our countessa is sitting on a pillar with his beam of light hitting her in the face looks like a god ray kind of thing and she's sitting there and they bring this girl up to her and she slits the chest open and brings out the heart and bites into it and bites into the heart and i'm like that's fucking cool in the sense of like this whole and like that's like the coolest shot in this entire fucking movie is this and it's in the very it's in the last segment that's fucking boring 
but it's a cool visual. But they can't get. But the funny thing is, it's also a double-edged sword. Because if you notice the pro, pro, like, kind of production thing, they can't get this heart to stop beating. So when she's like biting into it, like ripping chunks out, the heart's still fucking beating, even though by that point it shouldn't be beating. But that's funny. Um, so another few negatives with this. Like I said, I gave it a lot of positives because there's a lot of positives with it. But yet again, it's a fucking boring ass segment. So yeah, yeah. it kind of even kind of I don't know, mel- weirdly. There's a lot of give and take with it, I guess you could say. One huge segment I have is this another one that has a lot of issues production-wise with it. Um, mainly when she's walking around her castle. Because, of course, they, they use spotlights to light, you know, illuminate the area they're in. You can see them off in the distance. Like, they don't fucking edit that out or anything. Like, there's, it's supposed to take place, like, in medieval time. And you can see a fucking metal spotlight in between the trees it's fucking like how'd that get past them another part is when she's walking she's walking towards the camera and in the background to like the right on the ground you can see the fucking audio guys like part of the film crew in the background and their little like get up they have set up for audio it's like how the fuck it's like how the fuck did they not catch that while filming it like what the fuck dancing like the guy even looks up like he realizes he's in the shot and moves out of the way and it's still in this movie it's like like i thought i was watching like b-roll or some shit no it's in the legit fucking movie. Like, if you went and bought it, that blows my mind how awful this is. Like, this this fucking movie. Like, yet again, I've watched, like, The Room, which is the greatest, worst movie ever made. You know, Tommy Wiseau made that himself. But yet again, you didn't see fucking cast and crew off the side. You didn't see the sets. I mean probably did you didn't see some of the shits like the sets itself shake you didn't see the you know ceiling to the set where it cut off none of that shit and this is glenn danzig who has you know money things like that and he's making like a fucking high school grade movie that people bought tickets to and shit and that oh my god i'm gonna get into that in a little bit anyways but yeah so there you can see cast you can see crew members, like, film crew members in this fucking segment. You can see shit they left out to illuminate the forest. You can see some of the sets, yet again, they use CG in this, and it looks fucking awful. I mean, it looks like Mortal Kombat Armageddon awful, or not Armageddon, Annihilation awful, from this video. Look that up. That's a fucking eyesore. So, there's there's just not really much to pick apart with this one like i said it's not fucking absurd like the other two it's boring but this one has like a lot of production issues with it rather than story issues all in all this is the weakest one story wise but it's the strongest one visual wise now since i got and that's the last segment anyways and like i said it ends with her putting one of the servants heads on a wall that's the end of this segment, and then we get Morella in the bath that our Contessa took a bath in, and she goes, I'll see you guys next time, and um, and then it kind of cuts to black, and I'm like, this movie ain't no fucking sequel, <laughs> so that's how this film ends. Now, 
I did pick it apart and gave it some negatives here and there through each individual segment. Uh, here are some negatives overall that is wrong with this film. One of the big negatives I have with this film overall is that in many scenes, actors just stand around. Like Glenn should have told them, like said cut, you know, and then moved on to the next scene. He did not. Here's a good example. In the albino spider of the jet, where she, like I was talking about her being in the photo shoot. When she leaves to go to the movie theater, you would think it would cut to her walking to the movie theater. It does not. She gets up, leaves frame, and then it focuses on the models that are in the room. They're scantily clad. One's like in a full latex bodysuit, and two other are kind of scantily, you know, like nipple tassels and stuff like that. And it just holds on them. And you can tell the actresses don't know what to do. So two of them in the background just kind of like start like swaying and like swinging and dancing for a minute. And then they stop. And they just kind of like look weirdly to each other. And another one is on a couch and she just kind of looks confused and is looking around. That happens also in a change of face. Like I said, with Frank getting the card for the strip club. It holds on him and doesn't dissolve for a good few minutes. Like a, like a minute or two where he's like looking off like trying to like have like the you know curious look in his head like the gears are turning where he's trying to think it just holds on him and you can tell at a point he's like i don't know what the fuck to do anymore and then it dissolves the big one with the contessa is when she's bathing when she's bathing in blood it takes up a good five to six minutes of film like half, like a good chunk of this segment is just her bathing in blood. And at a point, you can tell the actress does not know what to do because she starts repeating the same motions over and over and over again because Glenn just won't say cut and move on to the next scene. So that's something I have to say is there's a lot of parts where, I mean, those are just three big ones that I've noticed. There's probably more, there's a few more in there that aren't that huge, but that's a big negative that's throughout this film is that there are scenes where just it's just very awkward you know as much as i have shit on this movie i will say that there is potential with it if there it isn't getting a sequel but if it were to get a sequel there is potential i think he picked i've never read veronica of course but i feel like he picked two stories from his line that probably shouldn't have been made into a film. Contessa, I could argue maybe because it is kind of interesting, but at the same time, it needed a conflict. There was no conflict. I've, as much as I, you know, like I said, it was boring. If it had something there to keep it entertaining, I feel like that would have probably been the strongest segment out of all of them. But it obviously wasn't. So... If they maybe, and here's where I see the, you know, improvements, and I can see it maybe being somewhat passable, is if they actually focused on the gore and the kills, because it's supposed to be violence and erotic. It's neither of those two things until the very last segment, and like I said, I didn't find it appealing, but still, like, an albino spider, the guy just breaks necks, okay? And change of face, she skins faces. We miss each face skinning. The only time we actually see blood, blood is in Condessa, and that's when she slits two people's throats 
and eats the still beating heart out of one of them. That's the only time we actually see like legit violence and blood on screen. You know that you know it was can in this situation be erotic because like yet again she's slitting people's throats and then bathing in their blood you know that's the only time it really hits the tagline of erotica or you know so i can see potential with it but they have to fix a lot and dancing needs to get really fucking better at writing fucking scripts because this is a fucking f if i have ever seen one i mean overall negative wise each story segment makes you know it's either fucking batshit insane makes no fucking sense or is boring as hell i already went to the gore and the violence part and especially the erotic perk and it's like erotic the strip club scene is just fucking annoying but i hate strip clubs so that's probably why it's annoying to me you know and then i don't think here and here's another negative morella we don't need her She's not interesting. She's not like, like I said, the Crypt Keeper who cracks jokes and makes quips. I mean, she does make quips, shitty quips, but she's not a good storyteller that's supposed to be, you know, interlocking these stories together or anything like that. Like, think of, like, Creep Show, where we have, like, the ghost who, you know, kind of gets the stories going in that sense. Morella just comes in, makes a shit quip, and then goes, alright, on to the next segment. We don't need her. If we cut her out, you wouldn't miss anything. Yet again, this movie would be shorter, because this movie is already at an hour and a half. It is a short fucking movie. You will fly through this goddamn thing. But, at the same time, you know, (laughs) I feel like if maybe it was two hours, I'd almost want to shoot myself, because after an hour and a half of watching this I was fucking exhausted so now it's on to the big one would I recommend Verotic Verotic if we're going to be 100% honest if you are just an average movie movie watcher and you know you, you're not going to watch this I, I don't recommend this to you at all you're not going to find this hilarious or, you know, weird. I only recommend this to people who either, A, looking for something a little different and want to get a laugh. In the sense of they're going to sit with their buddies in Mystery Science Theater 3000, this film. And for those of you who don't get it, sit there, drink alcohol, and talk shit about this entire movie while it plays. Which, when you do look at the trailers for this, they talk about it being a midnight want like a midnight movie which is what those are is pretty much movies that play like the room where the room has like midnight viewings where people sit there and make fun of it and you know through you know it's kind of like i could see it being like a rocky horror picture kind of like cult thing where you know people know it's bad but well rocky horror isn't that bad but still in that situation where it's like it's you can it has an audience so it's only for those of you who are looking for something fun or a little bit different. This is an, I, this is not a good movie in what whatsoever. This is a fucking awful movie. Half the time I had a fucking headache while watching this because it didn't make any goddamn lick of sense. Like I said, the fucking thing for change, like the plot for change of face, or like the little kind of thing where she's a stripper who strips while wearing a mask. But she skins the face off of women to put on her face. So when she strips, she's wearing a mask with her skinned face. 
So she's wearing a face over her face. Or she's wearing, she has her face on, she has a face over her face, and then she has a mask over the face that's on her face. That right there puzzles the fuck out of me. Alright? Another one is how do boobs, first off, how do boobs have eyes for nipples? And how do those nipples cry? Or how do those eyes cry? And what the fuck makes them turn a spider into a man spider? That shit puzzles the fuck out of me. So, no, this is not a good movie whatsoever, but yet again, like I said, looking for something fun, looking for something different, I definitely say check it out. Other than that, stay the fuck away from this movie. Alright? It. Oh, God, it's. It hurts talking about it. Anyways, that's enough. I will see you guys in the outro. Thank you guys so much for listening to another episode of A Slasher Supreme. Please like, share, favorite, subscribe, thumbs up, or whatever you have to do to let me know you're out there listening. If you do not follow Slasher Supreme on Facebook or Instagram, just look up Slasher Supreme Podcast and you will find me to stay up to date with everything going on with the show. Or if you want to send me a recommendation for a movie or a video game you'd like me to review, send it to me on there. I might check it out. Who knows? So, no fun fact since this is a newer movie and, you know, I'm not going to do a fun fact on new war movies. <laughs> you know. Anyways. So, the state of the show. Yes, this did bring me back out of retirement. Because, man, this movie just fucking hurt. I might be doing it twice a month. I'll be doing longer episodes. But I feel like doing it, you know, every weekend was kind of burning me out. Plus, you know. My strips were kind of short. My episodes were kind of short. Where this one, you know, took me about a week to do. I was able. I watched the movie last Sunday, and it gave me the entire week to work on it. So, or maybe the Sunday before that. But anyways, yeah, it gave me a while to work on the script. You know, edit some things here and there. You know, write some things out. I still kind of free ball, free free balled it, free handed it here and there. But you know, most of it. I did have kind of like jotted down so I could remember and kind of could jump back to it. So I am working on that to try to, you know, bring you guys a little bit better content. So I am not sure. I will say in the next two weeks, I'll have another episode up. What it will it be? I have no idea. I think I'm going to stop trying to give you guys hints because I know for the longest time I said I was going to do a movie from the seventies and the eighties and I never ended up doing it because, well, I would watch it and I'd be like, eh, nothing to talk about with it and kind of stop. So I don't think I'm going to give a hint for future episodes anymore. I'm just going to kind of cut that out. But anyways, I'm so happy to be back. I miss doing this um, for the longest time. When I first kind of stopped doing it, I was happy. It was nice, you know, not having to pick a movie apart. You know, it was fun not to have to sit and analyze and everything like that. But... It kind of got boring watching movies without that. So I'm happy to have it back and get, you know, makes watching movies a little bit, you know, a lot more fun now. Anyways, besides that, I hope you guys are all staying safe out there. I know this is some crazy shit with this COVID, so be careful, stay safe, and I will see you all on another episode of Slasher Supreme. <laughs>